0: Hello and welcome to episode eight of Expertise is Overrated. The podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know, you didn't want the answers to. I'm Vib.
1: And I'm Sean. And neither of us has any clue what we're talking about. Now, before we get to today's episode, let's award the much vaunted Expertise is Overrated tinfoil award. Now this week there was very nearly bloodshed over the tinfoil <laughs> recipient. It, it it wasn't pretty. Now, despite my protestations, and they were many. I've ended up with the bloody thing again for, I, I think, basically every word out of my mouth in the second half of last week's episode on Star Wars. But before just talking about that sparks more rage from Vib, we're going to move swiftly on.
0: I think that's very sensible, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm very happy that you got the, the tinfoil award. Let's just, let's just leave it at that.
1: I'm wondering if we need to rebrand it.
0: The it's not the expertise
1: is overrated tinfoil award. It's just Sean's shiny hat.
0: <laughs> I mean, it certainly is looking that way, isn't it?
1: It's not great.
0: I mean, my my, my ambition for this going into the, the podcast was, it'll teach him to be less stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> so far it's not worked. <laughs> anyway, we also have some feedback uh, from uh, two recent episodes that we've done. Uh, on episode five, uh, which was, Who is the Hero of A Song of Ice and Fire? Ellie writes, John is obviously the hero. There's a reason why it seems obvious, and it's because he's just the hero. Most books don't have a fan base that have literal decades to pick up the text. Furthermore, John and Danny are not going to be great chums. They're being set up as contrasts. There's no way Danny can do anything but try to off John once she discovers his parentage.
1: I think Ellie's got a point there. Not not 100% sold on the second half, but this idea that there's a load of hidden shit in Song of Ice and Fire that it's really annoying to to George that we've worked out as fans, and that's why it's taking him so long to write The Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. So he's uh, trying to, yeah. like, untwist the twist. Like, I, I think that's just, just right. We've had 10 years more than... What's it, what is it What's the ridiculous statistic? There's not been more time since A Dance with Dragons than there was between, like... The first four books, or something—that's not the no, statistic. Easily, but think, there's something yeah. stupid like that. Um, you wrote the
0: first few really quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I think you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think, I think it isn't as grey as people make it out to be. Uh But I, I disagree that it's John who's who's the the factor here. I am standing by my logic that it's the entire Stark family, because it is ultimately a series about families. But the idea that John and Danny aren't going to be great chums. Maybe, maybe. Depends how crazy Daenerys gets. But ultimately, I came up with a great argument for how they're going to be, how they're going to get along. And I'm sticking by that too.
1: That's true. I'm, I'm always right. <laughs> I'm not sure The Lack of
0: foil hats proves it.
1: <laughs> the other other piece of feedback we had on that episode was from Otter. Now, I'm not convinced that's your real name. My opinion is that there is no hero. They're all actors in a grand epic that contribute to the events that go down with the three-eyed crow being the driving force behind the good, that is, the anti-White Walkers. In some ways, that's also a Westeros-centric view. It's not that existential for the East, unless the White Walkers can cross the sea. However, the most interesting characters are, in my opinion, Jaime and Sansa.
0: I mean, all of that is just wrong.
1: That's just fundamentally stupid. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's
0: based on the TV show rather than the books, so go and read the books, Otter.
1: It's quite TV show-focused, yeah, I'm I'm not sure I'm having any of which is, it's
0: a shame for you, because he, he's almost adjacent to the argument that you tried to make about Bran, which is also wrong, but at least it would have been nice for you to get some backup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm also slightly more coherent. That was just a stream of consciousness.
0: <laughs> That's saying a lot, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we also had a little bit of,
1: of more feedback on our um, what the heck is immortality in the Dresden Files. Um, this was on the Dresden Files subreddit. Uh, Cave Troll, also not convinced that's your real name, writes Nobody in the Dresden Verse is immortal. More power limits the options for a character's actions. Yoriel is powerful enough to snuff out entire galaxies, but Jim says that the Eye of Balor could kill Uriel, assuming he would stand still and let Ethnew hit him with it. Free will trumps everything in the Dresden Verse, and then goes on to give more examples that support this contention, which. I mean no
0: <laughs> like well I'm with you on that it's it's such a nonsense and it's not just nonsense from cave troll but Jim himself yeah no I Jim's
1: think, Jim's wrong about that isn't he
0: Jim is very wrong I mean, about doesn't even kill mab nor no. does it kill titania and she doesn't she doesn't move she just redirects it it's absolute nonsense
1: I, yeah i mean if you dive in and this isn't what this episode's about, so we'll need to move on. But um <laughs> if you dive into it a little bit, the, the Eye of Balor works essentially off emotion, off rage, doesn't it? That's that's why it doesn't work on Mab. Because she's like it, do, it does work on her, but it doesn't kill her because she's sort of brings rationality to an emotional argument, basically, sure, I think is what she says. Sure.
0: But even if we assume that the Eye of Balor could somehow kill Uriel, I don't think knew could wield it against him well i uh,
1: d- achieve that it, like
0: uh, it's just plain wrong I't think it's just plain wrong
1: <laughs> I don't think free will trumps everything in the Dresden verse. I can wave free will around as much as i want if I, if, you're, if if I, if God decrees if the Almighty decrees that I cease to exist as he has done in the past, looking at you, Sodom and Gomorrah, they were exercising free <laughs> will. <laughs> They were exercising free will to be assholes. And then the Almighty turned them all into pillars of salt. Well, I think probably Uriel turned them all into pillars of salt. It's just bullshit. Sorry. No. Thank you for trying, though. Yeah, and, exactly. And, Thank you for and, trying. And we appreciate, we, we do, from all of you, appreciate the feedback. And our, our responses are somewhat tum- tongue-in-cheek, but not that tongue-in-cheek.
0: I mean, we did promise to call you idiots, so I will.
1: We you did. You've it. all got really lucky. Um,
0: no, no, I'm just saying they're idiots. <laughs> but, but keep the feedback coming. We do appreciate it. It really makes it worthwhile. <laughs> it's a change from calling Sean an idiot, you so. see.
1: Yeah, it's, it's fun for me to get to call people idiots. Um, anyway. Anyway, in this episode, as promised, uh, we're asking why in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, I refuse to accept the magical wizarding world of J.K. Rowling or whatever Warner Brothers think it's called. Um, why do wizards hide from muggles? Now, it turns out this is a nice short episode because wizards hide from Muggles, because gun beats stick every day of the week. It's just as simple as that. Who cares if a wizard can make a feather float or can fly on a broomstick or talk to snakes? Hit that wizard with little balls of lead, moving at more than the speed of sound, and he's just fucking dead. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we should cut it here, because I can feel the rage building again. (laughs) We're not not even ten minutes in. Wizards hide because gun beats stick. That is your line. That's what you're going for.
1: It's not my only line, but it's the sound bite that I like the most.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, before I unpack the fact that not all bullets travel at the speed of sound,
1: um, you know. Okay, yes, fine. Some <laughs> of them travel at slightly less than the speed of sound, but some of them travel at more than the speed of sound. I was, you know, moving to the mean what, or Whatever the case is, whatever. they
0: will fly less fast than magic. Because That's... magic, as we all know, goes at the speed of light.
1: That's not true.
0: What are you basing that on?
1: The fact that in the text you see magic move. You can't see magic move if it travels at the speed of light.
0: But it's light. No, it's not. It is. It's 100% light. It's 100% not light.
1: The Killing
0: Curse is is 100% just green light.
1: No, it's not, because you can see it travel. Yeah, it's Maybe maybe not. Maybe not the Killing Curse. I'd need to go back to the text specifically. You're thinking
0: of of the films, aren't you?
1: No, I'm not, actually. Um, I'm thinking of... Uh, in uh, the goblet of fire, yeah. When Harry, Ron, and Hermione are af- at the Quidditch World Cup and are uh, running around after the Dark Mark has been summoned, <laughs> I don't like the way you're chuckling. I bet you don't. Okay. Um, all of the auras apparate into the forest and shout stunning spells and harry ron and hermione have time to hit the deck before the stunning spells hit them ergo they can't be moving at the speed of light because harry ron and hermione harry ron and hermione can't hit the deck at the speed of light they hit the deck at the speed of gravity. That is
0: interesting, but do they duck when they hear the words, or do they duck when they see them apparate?
1: It doesn't Sorry, I matter. Don't remember. No, it, it does, because if, no, 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 if they apparate... No, because no, 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 no. they still have to aim. No, it doesn't, because even if they hit the deck when they see them apparate, they still also see and feel the spells pass over their heads. Hmm. They don't move at the speam- speed of light. They are beams of energy that moved move at less than the speed of light. Oh, you I, can see would... them travel.
0: Maybe they just have really, really high frames per second in their wizarding vision. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, no, but I, I suppose that is technically fair, that the actual spells may not travel at the speed of light. But I'm willing to, to bet that they faster travel than a bullet would. But I can't see bullets move. That's because they're small. I can't see if, big but, bullets. But, also, move. But, but, but no. But if, if a <laughs> bullet created a big flash of light, it's a bit like you can, you know, you can see. Uh, how do you how do you put a good analogy to this? Like yeah, sure. You, you can you can see the effect that the spell has because it's a big old flash of light, which which you can almost um, equate to the sort of trails that a plane might cause. Where in fact, if you shoot a bullet through fog, you could probably see that the fog is disturbed. We don't really know how fast the spell itself is, but the effect that they witness is obviously witnessable. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is if you... It's quite clear to me that you don't know. If you, <laughs> shut it. If you set up an old-fashioned duel between a, a wizard... Yeah. Right? Wand in pocket or whatever. Yeah. Versus uh, a gunman. Gun in holster.
1: Wand in pocket. Wizard fucking dead. One no. gets stuck in pocket. <sighs>
0: <laughs> like a wand holster, then, if you want. <laughs> I think by the time they've both drawn, um, which I mean, that's that's. For let's assume they let's let's assume, the assume
1: they draw at the same speed.
0: I think as uh, I think a protection spell will be up before the bullet is reached, the wizard. Protection spell, definitely, because it doesn't have to travel very far. Okay. And then, once that's all done, because, you know, let's assume there's eight bullets in that gun, he'll waste them all. Dead.
1: Assuming that the muggle in question is an idiot, and after the first bullet...
0: He's a muggle, of course he's an idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. I don't think I agree with you, but I'm willing to park the one-on-one... For now. Sure. Um, set up. Parker, set because up.
0: you know that I'm right.
1: No, I, I don't think you are. I think you've just made a load of shit up, and in the made-up world oh, that, that, that you've created...
0: Cre- you just asserted that bullets are faster than magic. That makes I, no I asserted
1: sense. with evidence. You said, no, no, they're not magic moves at the speed of light, and I proved to you that it doesn't, using textual evidence.
0: Well, I can counter that evidence. For example, the passage where Ron throws a knife at his brother right? This is, you know, he's not going to throw that at supersonic speeds. But a knife being thrown at you from a few feet away will reach you pretty quickly. And he has time to transfigure the knife mid-air into a paper airplane before it hits him. You're telling me that, that that's not fast? I don't know what, what would be then. Yeah, no, that's pretty fast. <laughs> um... <laughs> You weren't expecting that level of knowledge, were you? (laughs) No, it's not
1: often that you can beat me on actually referring to the text. I know, right? It's disconcerting. (laughs) No, but I mean, Ron doesn't throw the knife with intent to kill or even wound. He sort of chucks it gently.
0: (laughs) Well, there's there's no evidence for that in the text, as you would say. One might argue that he he doesn't need to worry about the intent to kill because he knows magic is that fast. (laughs) His brother will easily transfigure the... The uh, the knife. Or indeed just apparate out of the way, because that seems to be pretty good. I don't think apparating
1: well. out of the way would be possible, because you have to move to apparate. No,
0: I mean, rest in peace, Dobby. That's literally how he dies.
1: <laughs> he doesn't apparate fast enough.
0: Exactly, the knife hits him as he's apparating.
1: Yeah, the knife does hit him as he's apparating.
0: Um, okay, but let, let's park it for now, because I, I think we can, we can wax lyrical and... and... Yeah. present our pseudo-physics as long as, you know, <laughs> as long as this episode lasts, but that's not really why we're here.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it's why, I'm, okay. Um, I thought it was why I was here. Um, well, no,
0: because right. you, you, you literally started off by saying the plural wizards. Uh, so yeah, no, we're, that's, we're not assuming no, that's, a one-on-one. We're not assuming one-on-one.
1: That's fair. So, gun might not beat stick, but guns beat stick, or bomb beats stick, or nuke beats stick. Like, the muggles just have a much higher escalation potential than wizards do.
0: Yes, absolutely true. Um, so let's start at the begin beginning there, I think. Because guns beat sticks. Possibly, because there will be many, many, many more guns than sticks. Yeah,
1: it's just... The, the wizards might be able to transfigure 99% of the bullets coming out of the gun, but there's still 1% of the bullets that's going to kill them.
0: Yeah, or, and 1% of bullets will be more than enough to kill all all wizards easily. Uh, yeah. If, if if they were to, to find their target, I think that's absolutely right. Um, in terms of bomb and nuke, I, see, I, I just don't see that working unless they can somehow gather up all the wizards in one place away from muggles. All the muggle authorities decide, well, fuck it, it's worth it, and just nuke London.
1: (laughs) Yeah, nuking London is an issue. But, I mean, it would be really unfortunate for wizards if all of their kids were in a remote location somewhere in, say, the Scottish Highlands.
0: Uh, Yeah, but you see but they don't... Muggles will never, ever be able to work that out. Unless they just assume it's in Scotland. Well... There's really strong protective charms on the whole place, and it can't physically be put on any map, magical or non-magical. See,
1: so I've always wondered about this. It can't, but what if you put everything else on a map?
0: Yes, there's no just way.
1: a hole where you can't put something.
0: Like, um, yeah, well, it depends on how that how that works, it, right? Because you imagine the magic should be, or well, at least if I was doing it, I, I would make it smart enough to just fill in. Blanks.
1: Well, you put you put something else there instead. Out,
0: there's some trees. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But can't physically be put on a map. It's such a weird statement, though. Like, what if I'm drawing? Uh, like, how does the Marauders' map work?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that isn't that just a, a big old question. Sorry, I was just... An unplottable place. But I guess the Moral's map doesn't show you where Hogwarts is. It just shows you the inside. It just shows you
1: Hogwarts.
0: I guess that's no, and, the only way that works.
1: And the lines go off the page when they leave Hogwarts. Yeah. I suppose but, that So I've true.
0: always pictured it as, as though... If, if I was doing a geographical survey of that part of Scotland, hmm. I think I would be able to draw the map of the the landscape just fine. Um... But AI wouldn't see. Well, I would see the the ruins, right? Because that's how Hogwarts looks like. Uh, what, what it looks like to Muggles. Yeah, and you apparently, apparently you can get close enough. Because it, apparently it's, you like, wouldn't get
1: close because you'd remember you had a dentist appointment.
0: Well, that's more the Quidditch World Cup. But yeah, I imagine Hogwarts has. Oh, I thought like I thought that up.
1: was Hogwarts as well. I thought it was similar. No, I think down. Hogwarts.
0: If if someone were to just look at it, it it just looks like a ruin. It says uh, yeah, yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. You're up. right.
1: You're right. Um...
0: I'm conflating if, my magical defences. <laughs> exactly, but if by some miracle I, I, I as a muggle—and I'm not saying that I am one—if I were to see <laughs> Hogwarts Castle, I think I, I would just return and have drawn a beautiful map of Scotland that just doesn't have a castle on. And I think even if I remembered that there was a castle, I then wouldn't—I just wouldn't be able to place it anywhere. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere on this map, but I literally can't work out. I literally where. can't
0: work it out. Yeah. Um. Mm. So so I I think the the tactic of trying to get all wizards into the same place.
1: Maybe we're just would be challenging. London. Would
0: be challenging, and the, the, the fact of the matter is, they can move a lot faster than muggles. Uh, True. They can just keep apparating, essentially.
1: App- but not everyone can apparate, right? No, we but, but you
0: can do side along.
1: You can do side along. That's true. But we're all when we think of like wizards in in Harry Potter, we think of you know Dumbledore, your Dumbledore's, yeah. your McGonagalls, your Flitwicks, your Harry, Ron, and Hermione's. Even I don't think most wizards are that good. I think most wizards are like your. Neville's, or your deans, or your whoa, Lavender whoa, 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 whoa whoa Okay, no, Neville's an absolute fucking hero. Sorry. No, I mean I, I love Neville. I think he's great. Um, but
0: I'm gonna get my stick out and show you what what that results in. That sounded weird. Do you really.
1: wanna do you wanna rephrase that? <laughs>
0: sounded weirder in my head? No, that sounded better in my head. <laughs> anyway, that's I just, that's just a weirder wasn't said.
1: <laughs> anyway, we, we, we all get weird feelings when we look at Neville. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've just not said anything. Let's move on. Um, no, I, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And there, there is evidence for this in the books, right? Yeah. The Weasley twins start selling these uh, Protego... Hats or the the sort of yeah. visibility hats because normal wizards just don't know how to do the very basic defensive spells. Absolutely. Defense
1: against the dark arts is an optional course at OWLS. Not everyone has to take it.
0: Post OWLS, yeah, absolutely.
1: So post OWLS, um, you're right, you're right. It's, it's 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 newt optional, and you know, Dolores Umbridge was teaching, well, not teaching, um, a ministry approved curriculum that involved no practicing of <laughs> defensive charms. Yeah. So, yes, your highly trained Auror or member of Dumbledore's army might be capable of mustering a protection spell, capable of stopping my faster-than-sound bullet, but your average wizard on the street probably isn't. They just use magic to, like, chop potatoes.
0: But then there is precedent. Again, you know, the Weasley twins managed it. If they can produce um, protective clothing, essentially... That sort of thing would be rolled out fairly quickly, I imagine, and then they're always walking around bulletproof. I, I I think in a protracted engagement, and you know, if if you don't take out all the wizards in one strike, you would very seriously struggle to get rid of them all. At that point,
1: okay, um, maybe so h- hidden
0: gun beats stick potentially, depending on yeah. what stick.
1: King- Put it another way, and this is this is crossing the streams, Kincaid beats Dresden if Dresden doesn't see him coming. I think that's true sort of across all fiction essentially. The idea absolutely. that wizards yeah. are better when they're prepared, which is the Dresden Files theory, which appears to be vaguely true. Yeah, um, I think that holds true in Harry Potter as well.
0: So, yes, absolutely, 100%. Kincaid beats Dresden. Uh, and I think Kincaid would beat possibly even Dumbledore from that distance. Um, But then Kincaid is also a very special individual, and you don't find too many people with guns who can pull off that kind of shot. Uh, But again, it's the same argument, right? Sure, Kincaid can kill one wizard, and then the wizards know that the game is up, and I think once they get into full swing, they may not necessarily go on the offensive, but they can essentially just disappear. Which I guess is what they have done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. It is. What, that's, it is that's, what they, that's that's why that's the, they're hiding. Yeah. That's the source
1: of why they're hiding. So they're hiding because gun beats stick. Um, I, I don't
0: necessarily object with, with the with that statement. No, that they that they aren't as obvious because gun beats stick. They're, they're, you know, muggles are idiots. I, I think it's wise to be afraid.
1: <laughs> no. I, no. I think you've. I think you've got got a fair point there. I just. I don't Maybe know this 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 might be one for this is one for another episode but there's something really quite upsetting about wizards existing as a hidden parallel society. Yeah, in the way that you've just described it. Yeah. But anyway, that is one for another. Yeah, but I mean time. I guess
0: I guess they more or less tried to not do that and then we had, you know, witch hunts and the Inquisition. Which and didn't work. The, the weird getting burned. What was it? Forty yeah. times or something stupid. Because
1: <laughs> you put a freezing charm on. So that's that's the other thing. that just didn't work. Um, so if if the answer isn't or Gunbeat's stick is too simplistic. Why why do they hide?
0: No, that is a that is a great question. Maybe it's just a matter of 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 pride, and and you kind of see this throughout the books, right? Like muggles are almost viewed as these either inferior beings that are so quaint and, oh, look how cute. Bit like, bit like wizards are in just the world's biggest zoo.
1: Yeah. That's uh, muggle studies, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and you see it with Arthur Weasley. And like, he obviously means well, uh, but it still is just that, like, oh, electricity, oh, how funny that they have to resort to this nonsense. Um, so I, I, I just, part of me thinks that, and that's the wizards who like muggles, and even they look at them and go, well, they're a bit stupid, aren't they? Arthur
1: Weasley is an idiot, though.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: No, no, he—he <laughs> he is right. So, he's. What was my? And
0: this yeah, this it, might make, be, make sure this is a good argument because this this
1: this might be a film only creation. But his what precisely is the function of a rubber duck? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think Arthur Weasley is is the. The definition of ad absurdum, and I think think it takes it a bit too far. That 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 might
1: be my point. That might be my point. Like he's obviously actually not an idiot. He's quite a clever man. Like he runs a department at the Ministry of Magic.
0: He runs a department all about Muggle artifacts, and he's he's clueless about Muggle artifacts.
1: So, yeah, he might. I don't know. I I, I think you're right. He's he's essentially taken to absurdity for comedic effect, but it frustrates me slightly.
0: No, and I and I and I agree. So the and the reason for that, in my head, has always been: there's either something quite sinister going on mm. in the in the wizards just can't fully comprehend Muggles, or they just choose not to. But but choosing not to kind of then leads into my favourite argument, as you know, uh, um, you know why the numbers don't make sense <laughs> because because <laughs> they wouldn't make sense. And we see like a lot of wizards. Uh, you know, interact with muggles, marry muggles, have kids with muggles Yeah, who who full well then know that they're wizards. And I'm sure that there's now enough people who at least have a witch or a wizard somewhere in their family that it shouldn't be that much of a secret.
1: Dad's a mother, mum's a witch. Exactly. That sort of thing. Um,
0: exactly. And it's, like, I get the argument that's, that's sort of half-arsedly made, uh, maybe not so much in the books, but I know JK has definitely come out and said it, right? It, much like in Dresden, if if wizards are around technology too much, it just doesn't behave that well.
1: And that's definitely um that's that's said in the books, but I think it's said in a slightly different way. Like Hogwarts specifically buggers yeah. up technology. Yeah, I think it bugs I up think tech. There, yeah, I think I think there's sort of the idea there though, because it's in uh Goblet of Fire again. It's all Rita Skeeter. Um, yeah, because is but, she is she using bugs, but. That that's meant to be, I think, specifically because Hogwarts is like so magical, and there's like spells everywhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's specifically warded again against any Muggle tech, probably, which probably. which would be interesting in, the, in like you know when we talking about nukes or whatever, they may just malfunction if they get too close. Um, <laughs> That'd be awkward. But but it begs the question. This is, I guess, I'm I'm inferring that wizards kind of mess up tech because why does the Weasley household, for example, money aside, or, or the Malfoy household? Why don't they just have a big old television? You know? Or electronics. Or electricity, for that matter. If it have... can work, why doesn't it?
1: I think that's a really good question. There's a sinister answer. Go on. Is sinister the right word? It's superiority, essentially. Like, even... It kind of comes back to Arthur Weasley and feel like we're kicking him a little bit. He loves muggles, but he loves them in a really like paternalistic way. Hmm. He doesn't think of muggles as equals. Hmm. Uh He doesn't. He really doesn't. Because if he did, he'd go no, and no, ask but, a muggle. Perhaps... He'd go and talk to them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perhaps he does that out of protection. Maybe. For both himself and muggles. I agree there's, there's, there is a sinister argument to be made for he does it. Yeah, because he, he considers them beneath him, essentially.
1: Mm. I will be coming back to this towards the end.
0: That they For... require protection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. But it, that that just comes back to this whole idea of the wizards are hiding, and it's it's not entirely clear why. But they hide on their own terms, which I think is quite unusual, right? Because it's not like, um, you know, <laughs> the the you've seen National Treasure, the the, yes. the cage films. Uh, where there's the president's. Sorry, secret I said that book. a little bit too quickly. Oh, it's a fantastic film. It's no shame. <laughs> uh, but there's the president's secret book, right? And the presidents tell other presidents about this book. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. And, and it comes from a president. So the other president's like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. But in Harry Potter, right? Outgoing prime ministers don't tell new prime ministers, oh, by the way, there is a ministry of magic.
1: That picture talks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just be ready for that because you should probably you know make sure that that ministry runs however it needs to run they don't do that and it sort of explains like oh ha ha would anyone believe you i mean it seems a bit foolish for a prime like, an outgoing prime minister to i don't know pull a prank like that i mean especially if it then turns out to be true
1: well that's that's the thing would anyone believe me well not until the picture started moving and cornelius fudge appeared yeah at which point i'd go huh, turns out he was telling the truth Weird, like I don't know. It's
0: yeah, and I mean, and they could easily, obviously, make them forget that they know all this. But then, but then they also just—I
1: I see what you mean. They hide on their own terms. I get, I get that. Which there's hmm, the more I think about it, the more it makes me really unhappy because the answer that makes the most sense to me is a little bit that wizards are a little, sort of just better than muggles. (laughs) Like they, they just objectively are better than muggles. And so some wizards hide out of a sort of paternalistic moral sense of not existing as a so obviously superior being that's probably the mr weasley theory and and some hide because they don't yeah. want muggles like asking them for shit like i don't know it's really
0: yeah and that that i really understand because can you imagine how annoying that is
1: yeah but i think i do want to do another episode on on this but like i think wizards might all be dicks <laughs>
0: from from a muggle's perspective
1: yeah uh
0: maybe maybe like, imagine but, but are they though because they they keep to themselves um no but but they don't
1: that's the thing because they don't because they they intermarry imagine imagine you're going out with a girl you're Seamus Finnegan's dad you're going out with a girl you it's all going really well I guess you get married and decide to have a kid and then while she's pregnant she's like oh by the way it turns out I'm a witch and I can do magic and I'm probably never going to die of illnesses that plague muggles because I'll just go to St. Mungo's and get better um
0: yeah, well then and that's a whole different than, question, right? There's good a better than
1: 50-50 chance that my kid's gonna be a um a wizard or a witch or a wizard too. Uh so I guess you're just the runt of the family. Like that's that's horrible.
0: No, and I think that that's That's gotta be horrible, right? If you're a muggle who who's essentially in love with a witch or wizard.
1: Yeah, so that's that's why they don't they don't keep to themselves, I don't think.
0: So well, there's, there's just... an element of necessity there, right? Cuz we we know that pure bloods purely pure blood would just wouldn't work. Unless all wizards congregated in a single country and then maybe you can get some some genetic diversity. But within the UK, there there has to be an element of at least reproducing with muggles, just to keep wizarding blood going. I mean, I mean you're I mean, you're you the
1: expert on that. Like, I, I'll take your word for that.
0: And um, I mean, yeah, I, I I see that. As in, it would be the the resentment would be unreal, right? After a while, to think, ah, yeah. oh, nothing phases you. That could shoot you with a gun, and you wouldn't be killed because magic is faster than bullets, as we know. And it's just. Yeah, I I think successful muggle wizard marriages must be very rare.
1: I think I think they have to be. I don't see how they work.
0: Neither do I, but, 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 you're, but I essentially,
1: I you're essentially confronted with the reality of your own inadequacy every single day. Yeah, every
0: single day, no, and it's 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 awful, isn't it? It's awful.
1: So yeah.
0: But then to be even more sinister it's entirely possible that the Mongols married to witches and wizards don't actually know.
1: Yeah, and that's
0: They may not even terrifying. know they're marrying. <laughs> they may not even they may not even have any mind of their own. Because ultimately witches and wizards can do whatever the hell they want.
1: And so so maybe the point behind the International Statute of Secrecy is less about protecting wizards than it is protecting muggles?
0: There's a good you, argument you made for that. Yeah. You, you
1: can't go out and do magic in public because, yes, you risk exposing us, but also you'll be doing magic to Muggles and and like they can't protect themselves unless they just start carrying guns and shooting you because
0: yeah, quite. gun beats quite. stick right. every day of the
1: week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's almost aggressively anti Second Amendment, isn't it? The Wizarding Law. It's
1: oh wow well, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it obviously isn't because they carry their weapons with them. Although there's a whole separate argument about whether or not wizards do actually need ones. I mean, they clearly don't. They just prefer to use them. Um, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just threw some shade at the American Constitution, which you know, fair, absolutely um, right,
0: absolutely right. But yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> that you've just point. alienated forty exactly percent of our listeners as well. <laughs> um, no, I mean, do what you want, but just don't pass silly laws. Uh, I think the idea... You, you have to limit it, yeah, because I think magic ultimately is quite fun to do, and it would be so easy to just pick on some muggles.
1: Well, but 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 but, but thinking this through, there's a line in... I think it's the Deathly Hallows um, where Fred and George are going down to the local pub because there's a very pretty... Muggle girl there who thinks Fred's card tricks are quote just magic. like magic.
0: Yeah, like, but you forget that Fred is also quite good at Muggle magic.
1: No, no, all, all right, yes, of course, but <laughs> but there's there's something horribly sinister wrapped up in that phrase. Um.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's going down. It's it's trickery. It's it's trickery adjacent to just using the Imperius Curse and being. Violent. Yeah, it
1: really is. Imagine if. This is going to get really dark. Imagine if Severus Snape had... Or put it another way. Imagine if Lily Evans... Evans? Yes. Hadn't been a witch, but Severus Snape had fallen for her anyway. No, well, that's likely he not, done, would he? not... Not likely wouldn't have happened, but... Which in, in itself,
0: itself is a self-limitation, right? A self-limiter, true. rather.
1: True. But if it, like... <sighs> He wasn't a good person? Like, how... I'm
0: not not sure why you're hesitating to say that. He wasn't a good person. No, he
1: wasn't. He wasn't. If you think Zebra Snape was a good person, you've not read the books properly. Exactly. Um,
0: Hero, questionable in the end, but not a good person by any means.
1: Yeah. Fair. Where was I going with that? No, so much of, like, being a wizard requires you to act morally. Well, it doesn't require you. But like you're you're put in positions where it would be really easy to act more act immorally and no one would know. Like how many interactions could a wizard have on a day-to-day basis with a muggle where they could just do whatever the heck they wanted.
0: And I fully agree. I fully agree. But then the the sort of the counter to that uh, and we have to go away from the books and actually go to the uh, fantastic beasts film franchise which now is unfortunately canon mm. it's f- more there's more plot holes in there than in the last Jedi it,
1: so one
0: <laughs> do you you really do want to keep that tin No, no no keep going on, go on, go on what were you
1: saying what were you saying
0: um but in there it's it said so um newt's commander's brother right very famously fought in, in the world war as did newt I'm pretty sure yeah. and so so it does suggest that muggles jo- um, not muggles <laughs> they were obviously warring each other but wizards were somehow involved I mean they could have easily just sat aside and, and thought well let the muggles kill each other what does it matter to us which is what so happened in the Dresden in. Files uh, the White Council takes yeah. no part in yeah. Mortal
1: Kombat Con- I mean, as an institution I guess because I think I'm Eb sure you had some wizards who Evan subs- and Lanktree were meant to have been on opposite side of the Franco-Indian War um, which is just hilarious
0: was it the Franco-Indian War?
1: I don't know. Anyway, um, Eben
0: Ebb and Langtree,
1: Eb and Langtree,
0: the Franco-Indian War. I think so. Huh. I mean, sure. <laughs> no,
1: they were on opposite sides of a war in North America it, during the the sort of yeah maybe mid-colonial period.
0: I um, would like. Well...
1: Because cause, cause Arthur Langtree's an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but, why, but why why? bother with all that? Yeah, but anyway. But, any, anyway, the, 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 topic, but in, yeah, in it... Harry Potter, the universe that we're actually talking about, um, the Wizards clearly do fight in the war. Uh, and it, it seems to be the Wizards align with their own nations, because I guess they're fighting each other.
1: So is that, is that what, what, what we think happened then? Because I, I, I confess, I have watched those films, but um, I wasn't paying too much attention, I was looking at the bright colours. <laughs> they're, they're very pretty films. Um, so it yeah, was the I'm idea that, that Newt and Theseus fought yeah, as wizards.
0: Well, yes, because they were, they were on the, the Dragon Brigade.
1: Uh, Wait, what? Uh, God, I'm, I okay, need to be I'm, watch these. I'm going to
0: have to double-check this now, because now that I say it, it sounds ridiculous.
1: This sounds like um, something, this sounds like feverish fan fiction. I mean, you know, Newt's commander riding a dragon in World War I. Yeah, go on.
0: I genuinely remember that. Um,
1: okay. Um,
0: well, let, let me... But then what do they, they do this.
1: if they... like? So they're going over the top, say, and they survive when no one else does because they're wizards and have time to get their protective charms in place. Then they get to the German or Turkish or Austro-Hungarian lines. And then they get into the trenches, and then what, they just kill everyone? It's a bit horrific.
0: Yeah, so okay. Um as his traditional expertises have rated, I was entirely wrong.
1: Oh amazing. This is <laughs> so good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have our tinfoil for next week. No, let
0: me, no, well, I wasn't entirely wrong. I wasn't entirely wrong. But let me <laughs> let me just let me just read this out. So Theseus Scamander was among the wizards who participated in the first world war later earning a reputation as a war hero. His younger brother, the Magizoologist Newt's commander, was part of the secret British Ministry of Magic operation to wrangle Ukrainian iron bellies on the Eastern Front. So, so the dragons were involved, um, but the program was ultimately cancelled because the dragons tried to eat everyone other than Newt. Um,
1: so Theseus at least did fight.
0: <sighs> yeah, but so, so there was also an owl air force, which sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> that sounds like J.K. Rowling needs <laughs> to stop writing <laughs> yeah.
0: the book "The Owl Air Force: True Life Tales of War in Europe" by Simon Dentata. Uh, that's a whole different thing. But the the British Ministry for Magic did eventually pass a law. uh Where is it that forbade the British Wizarding community to get involved in the hostilities? So it seems like some wizards decided to get stuck in, and there was these bizarre plans to catch dragons on the Ukrainian or the Eastern Front. But as a whole, the community, I think, decided to to not get too involved.
1: So the British Ministry of Magic was not at war with the German Ministry of Magic. Britain as a state was at war with Germany, and British wizards could sign up to join, more or less, the British Army.
0: Except that then the Ministry for Magic would... Forbid that.
1: And until the Ministry of Magic forbade that. Yeah. Right.
0: And of course there's a whole different episode about whether or not the Ministry of Magic in England could declare war on the Ministry of Magic in Germany.
1: Oh so, my I mean
0: That's a whole separate There's
1: there's decade. a whole potentially a whole series of episodes on the Ministry of Magic in, in the United Kingdom and Just whether or not it's an insurgency. Concept, um Yeah. No. Right, so, so 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 where have we got to? We we're not a hundred percent certain, one way or another, whether or not one-on-one, a wizard takes a muggle in a fight. I think if they're both, yeah, that's I, th- really,
0: I think if they're both prepared for the fight, the
1: the wizard might no might chance. come out on top. There's some weird, something unpleasant potentially going on with, um. Wizarding superiority and paternalism that might yeah. be the answer, but that sort of breaks down uh, whenever you look at it too closely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought that we'd have an answer to this one. I thought this would be fairly easy. I mean, these are kids. We do books.
0: have an answer gun, gun does not beat stick, a single gun at the right moment might beat a single stick. And and even then, so if we go back to the example of a sniper from, from a big, big distance way, mm. right? That shot has to result in instant death. I think. Because if the wizard is, has enough strength left, particularly if the wizard knows a little bit about healing magic, I ultimately think a bullet wound is just not a big problem for a, a trainer. Ooh, wizard. now
1: there's a question. Now, do we ever see a wizard heal themselves?
0: No, because we, we essentially never see any healers other than the ones at St. Mungus, right? Uh, I guess we see Tonks heal Harry's broken nose.
1: Tonks heals Harry's broken it nose. Is, it's
0: a bit hard to say. It's sort of self-healing, right? Because, because the main characters of the series are ultimately Children. kids who don't know, don't know the required magic, except for probably Hermione, but she doesn't ever really get injured in a way that she's still conscious, I don't think. And she she she's never been shown to do much healing.
1: No, and, and she, the only, she does yeah, the only on
0: injury the, I can think of. That she heals is
1: Ron's splinching.
0: Yes. But she does that Using, relatively well. And that's a magical she, wound, right?
1: It's a magical wound, but she heals it. So the point is that she doesn't it's not her wound that she heals. I don't think I think it might be one of those Gamp's laws. You can't heal yourself. You can't heal yourself. Because there are a number of them, <laughs> we only know one.
0: I don't know if if a healer got injured, I'm pretty sure they could just point the wand at themselves and do it. it depends on how how sort of fine tuned it needs to be. Maybe, maybe. But but I think if you if you were to shoot a wizard, say in the in the chest, right in the lungs, not instant death, probably fairly quick. And if there's a healer on site, I think that wizard will be back up and running on their feet pretty quickly.
1: Potentially, potentially. I mean, any time
0: we see Madame Pomfrey do anything, you know, she's like, "Oh, broken, broken arm. I can fix that in seconds." You know, broken arm yes. would, would stop a muggle in his tracks for weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. Um, we never see Madame Pomfrey struggle with non-magical non-mag- injuries.
0: Mm, well, I don't it, think it depends what you call falling from a broom that's <laughs> really high in the sky.
1: <laughs> she doesn't struggle with that, and that's and there's also um involved in that, yeah. So, yeah. What, what Harry's really coming back from there is the crushing dementia depression,
0: uh, <laughs> I think. Chocolate what a great remedy for everything!
1: I mean, <laughs> she's not wrong,
0: uh, no, she's not wrong. So, so, so. If we go back to your original statement, and it was, it was a, a clever little statement. We're wrong, but clever. Hit that wizard with little balls of hot lead moving at more than the speed of sound, and he's just fucking dead. And so, I don't think so. If you shoot him in the head, sure, I think he's dead. And then he's going to come back as a ghost and haunt you for the rest of your life. So have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. I, I stand by it, that yeah, you might get one, and then they all just fucking vanish.
1: But they've already vanished. That's what we, have, we still haven't got to the bottom of, is they've, they've already yeah, more so or I less think, vanished. I so, think what
0: happens is, right, you essentially get what we could call the Inquisition 2.0, Wizard Catching Boogaloo or something, and what happens is they decide, okay, you know, shit's got real if sensible wizards are in charge, they're not going to go on a counter-offensive.
1: No, because be, there's no need just to. Yeah.
0: So they just disappear. And then you hear nothing really of wizardry for, for long, and it passes into legend, much like it has now. You know, we don't burn witches anymore. And then maybe at some point, they'll become a bit more relaxed and come out. So, you.
1: So what do you, what do you reckon? That if we go back to the Inquisition, then the first time around, the reason that wizards went into hiding after the inquisition wasn't so much that they were personally in danger so much as just it was easier
0: easier and and the pertinent thing to do because let's face it if they wage a war against muggles that's kind of that's kind of it isn't it there's no going back after that
1: and i suppose to your 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 point it's probably self defeating because the you would end up if you kill all the muggles you end up with a not diverse enough gene pool
0: Exactly. Exactly. Potentially, and this is where, (sighs) yeah. Well, there's not. There's not even any point mentioning Voldemort because he's an idiot.
1: But Grindelwald, though,
0: (laughs) Grindelwald is an interesting one because Grindelwald's idea was was not. He might have had a point. It was. It was install wizards as the overlords, right? The classic, I guess, eugenics argument. Yeah. Essentially, you said he might have had a point. (laughs) It's very unexpected coming from you.
1: I'm, what, what do I, what, what, I. I guess my point. This, this is this is my, my moral theory. So, um, I am determined to at some point turn you into something approaching a moral human being. But
0: if you what, ever do manage that, please hit me with a gun <laughs> or shoot me with a stick.
1: Shoot you with a stick. Uh, what was I? What was my So, if you go down the wizards are just provably better than muggles which I think we both think is probably vaguely true then the argument that yeah no there's no way of putting this that doesn't end up with me arguing in favor of <laughs> eugenics there just isn't well, My 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 Voldemort my, my Grindelwald might have had a point was was more just this idea that wizards need to hide because the truth that wizards are just provably better is so, that's the bit of his argument that I agree with, not the, and so they should be in charge that that's why they need to remove themselves from society because <laughs> the sort of crushing horror of being confronted with that on a daily basis, etc. I
0: mean, no, I, I, I think it is perfectly logical. I, I Wizards are demonstrably better. There are fewer of them. And so that, that, makes it slightly awkward, because then you really are talking about the sort of ruling class.
1: Yeah, we're we're just in sort of... We're not a million miles away from Philosopher Kings at this point.
0: Yeah, so you're in a ruling class as, as wizards, and, and that creates a really bad imbalance. And so, so well, that's the part of, Vold- uh, of not Voldemort, sorry, Grindelwald's idea that I didn't quite get, is what was he trying to achieve? How, how would it actually have improved the wizard's position. Like says, I think his point good, is that what is the greater good?
1: But I think his point is the greater good is wizards don't need to hide. Because why why do they yeah, need but, to but, hide? But
0: there is virtually no evidence anywhere in the series that hiding is a bad thing. Unless we do look at um Fantastic Beasts, because that storyline in America is, is is more pertinent to that, I guess. Which is which is why it involves Voldemort. But in the times of Harry Potter, it's not like wizards are out there complaining constantly It's like, oh well, I really wish I could just, you know, Chill out! In no, the but if you're
1: if you if you subscribe to Grindelwald's ideology that wizards are the superior being and thus it's the and thus should rule. I think that is everything that Grindelwald's um, ideology hinges on. I think there's also, and it's a while since I've read um, Deathly Hallows, but I think there's also something there about like lifting from muggles the burden of rulership. Um hmm. yeah, so that, that's the whole the greater good the greater good is for, is good for muggles as well because they're not suited to rule and it's bad yeah, for them. Yeah.
0: That's sort of like Dumbledore's argument when he's younger, isn't it? It's
1: like, yeah, I think yeah, we, I think should, it is. I we think should that rule
0: because we're it'll be better for them.
1: It's better for everyone.
0: Because I we're, I don't I don't really see that. Like what, because what we can we it's good to rule. Yeah exactly. The
1: Nothing. No, there's there's no evidence that wizards are smarter. If Grindelwald's
0: or, rhetoric is just let's come out into the open and be so obviously.
1: Grindelwald. Grindelwald's rhetoric is despotism, uh, at its yeah, most basic. Yeah. We are. It's it's um, uh, the sort of Hobbesian state of nature. Essentially, we are in charge. We should be in charge because we're the
0: strongest. Might makes right. Absolutely. Might makes right. Exactly. Um, which, sure. You my can, my you grand re- plan for my wizarding friends is, is also ultimately that, but that's just because I'm a bit of an asshole. I think if you genuinely have the greater good in mind, your, your aim is not to install wizards as the ruling class. Your aim is to just make sure the wizards can do whatever the heck they want.
1: But I think also, if you look at it from Dumbledore's perspective, and I may be giving him credit here, he's not due, but there is good that wizards could do for muggles. Right, and your your St. Mungo's point, I think, is the the most pertinent one here. I we don't know what wizards can cure with magic, but I feel like the list is long. We know broken bones mended without a hitch. They can cure like paralysis, locked in syndrome, stuff like that. We see um, Madame Pomfrey cure with potions. So I think there is good that wizards could could do um If they came out into the open, but I don't think that, and so they should be in charge, is necessarily made out.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's a problem with. Again, it's a numbers thing, isn't it? Like, if you were talking mm. to open St. Munger's doors to muggles, I mean, every muggle would, well, not every, but I imagine a majority would say, well, why should I go for an operation that's going to, you know, render me out of action for a month if I can just go to St. Munger's and have it done? In a few no, minutes, abs- absolutely. And so I wouldn't want to be healer in that environment. you crazy?
1: No, you just turn into a, a conveyor, conveyor machine. Yeah, a yeah, vending weapon. machine, that's <laughs> better.
0: <laughs> I don't think the reason wizards hide is because they're afraid that gun beats stick. I think the reason wizards hide is just because it's easier. I think it's more convenient and they just can't be asked to interact with the Muggle world on a grand scale because they've got a lot of problems, you know, muggles.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think there'd be a... a, It would just create way too many problems. Imagine if you knew that the Imperius Curse existed, but you couldn't do anything to protect yourself against it.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem that wizards face as well. Well, exactly. They're they're, they're scared enough.
1: They're scared enough. And we know that the Imperius Curse does get used on, on muggles. It gets used on a member of the cabinet, for Pete's sake.
0: Hmm, yeah, That's yeah. Terrifying. This this was going to be my last argument against against your uh, your attempt, but I think we've already established that it's nonsense. <laughs> so I don't really. I need think it's it.
1: nonsense. I think it's probably a simplistic soundbite.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a fun notion, but ultimately, I think I, I imagine wizards aren't that naive. Well, well, maybe they do. If they if they genuinely underestimate Muggles, they might not be in a situation, but. Muggles need coordination if you're going to to wage large-scale war effort. And I think yeah. it will only take, let's be honest, 10 or 20 wizards to step into the Oval Office, uh, number 10, the Bundestag, whatever you want, and Imperius, the leaders of the world, and it's over. Matter of fact, they may have already done that.
1: <laughs> well, exa- I mean, you could... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just apparate into the Oval Office... Or probably not. Like, they probably just apparate into the president's bedroom, don't you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Or apparate right, like get, get ten of them to apparate right into the like situations room, and then you've got the president and all the uh, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: uh, what they called joint, joint, joint chiefs, joint, the joint chiefs. Yeah. So this is the thing. I I I fully agree. Gun beats stick once, and then stick absolutely smashes gun. So uh, I guess it's a dis- <laughs>
1: I guess I guess there's a distinction between the individual and the societal. Yeah. Then on an individual level, gun probably beats stick. Yeah. Uh, which is probably why wizards don't fuck around with muggles too much, because you don't want to like the muggle might be carrying a gun. But also wizards protect muggles. Who knows? I, I'm I'm running around in circles.
0: Well, and I think one, it still comes back to the fact that in a in a duel one v one the wizard still wins. Quite easily, I would add.
1: I, yeah, I don't think that that's true, but I don't, I don't think, I think, I think the conversation has moved on. <laughs> no, I, I mean, we're, we're arguing about things like how fast a spell moves. Like, we, we just don't know. I've got, it's,
0: yeah, it's really hard to visualize that for, for sure. Yeah.
1: I've got, I've got, quotes that point one way you've got quotes point another way and I think that sort of brings us to the final and least boring answer which is that's the only way the story works quite and sort of that that's sort of it really quite. wizards hide from muggles because you need Harry Potter at the start of Philosopher's Stone to not know anything about the magical world because then we get to experience it with him um
0: absolutely and that, that makes the story the wonder that it is, and, and I think it has to be said that it is a wonderful story. Um and it just yes, works no, it does uh, just work, yeah.
1: it it just works and and, and it's made richer by that sort of wide eyed eleven year old naivete that is brought to Hogwarts. And when you read the books as a what must I have been about a teen. <laughs> yeah a, a, a wide-eyed teen or preteen, like you get that that's, you get that sense of magic and wonder,
0: because Heck, as an adult of how many years I am right now, I, I still get the wonder.
1: Yeah. and you get the same with the the first few films as well. much though so the later films get a bad rap. The early ones are they give you exactly that same sense of, of, of magic for, for want of a better word.
0: What's exactly? The right word to use <laughs> I think we're ending on such a wholesome it's... note it's so strange
1: yeah I, I don't like that um, but anyway thanks for listening to this episode of expertise is overrated no doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive feel free to let us know rate the podcast and leave us a comment or drop us an email at expertise is overrated at gmail.com or tweet us at zero expertise or you can check out our website Expertise is overrated. Podbean.com.
0: And if you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. In our next episode, it's all a question of worth as we ask how does Mjolnir?